Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks Monday edition, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast, where we revisit the message for the previous day. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from August 30th. Our scripture this morning comes from Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. Moses was taking care of the flock for his father-in-law, Jethro, Midian's priest. He led his flock out to the edge of the desert, and he came to God's mountain called Horeb. The Lord's messenger appeared to him, in a flame of fire, in the middle of a bush. Moses saw that the bush was in flames, but it didn't burn up. Then Moses said to himself, Let me check out this amazing sight and find out why the bush isn't burning up. When the Lord saw that he was coming to look, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses said, I'm here. Then the Lord said, don't come any closer. Take off your sandals because you are standing on holy ground. He continued, I am the God of your father. Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I've clearly seen my people oppressed in Egypt. I've heard their cry of injustice because of their slave masters. I know about their pain. I've come down to rescue them from the Egyptians in order to take them out of that land and bring them to a good and broad land, a land that's full of milk and honey, a place where Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites all live. Now the Israelites' cries of injustice have reached me. I've seen just how much the Egyptians have oppressed them. So get going. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I to go to Pharaoh? and to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. God said, I'll be with you, and this will show you that I'm the one who sent you. After you bring the people out of Egypt, you will come back here and worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I now come to the Israelites and say to them, 
the God of your ancestors has sent me to you. They are going to ask me, what's this God's name? What am I supposed to say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. So say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God continued, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how all generations will remember me. This is the word of God. For us, the people of God, thanks be to God. As we continue through this journey of Exodus, or this journey of the wilderness, we can pick up with Moses being a little older. Well, maybe being a lot older. Because last week we left Moses in, with the Pharaoh's daughter. And the Pharaoh's daughter adopted Moses. And so he lived in the palace of the Pharaoh. Lived high. Lived in the highest part of society. But now, now we find Moses in the wilderness, in the desert. We find Moses as a shepherd, a shepherd to the priest of Midian, Jethro. A shepherd, one of the lowest and least thought of in society. How did we get here? How did we get from the point where Moses is living in the Pharaoh's palace to the point that Moses is wandering with sheep in the wilderness? Well, Moses had a difficult life. Moses was in Egypt living in the palace, but he didn't really fit in in the palace. Moses saw his people, the Hebrew slaves of Egypt. He knew that he had a history with them, but he really didn't fit in with them either. But he did have a heart for them. And one day he saw an Egyptian beating a slave. And he murdered the Egyptian. The next day there were two Hebrew slaves arguing. And when he tried to break up the argument... They looked at him and said, So are you going to kill us too? 
And at that moment, Moses realized that what he had done to the Egyptian was not a secret. And he needed to leave. And he found himself at a well. And Jethro's daughters brought the sheep that they might be watered. And there were some shepherds harassing them. And Moses defended them. Moses helped them water the sheep. And when the daughters took the sheep home, Jethro said, bring him here. Invite him for a meal. And when he came, Jethro offered one of his daughters as a wife. And he also offered him a job. A job as a shepherd. Not the job most people sought or looked for. But a job that Moses found himself in. And that's where we pick up this morning. We pick up with Moses as a shepherd out in the wilderness. Trying to keep the sheep fed and watered. And as he was wandering through the wilderness. One day he found himself looking at a bush. It wasn't just any bush, though. It was a bush that caught his attention. And it caught his attention because it was on fire. But even though the flames were a fire in the middle. The bush was not being consumed by the fire. The bush was still intact, even though there were the flames. Moses wandered closer to the bush and heard these words. Moses, Moses, not only is the bush on fire, it is speaking as well. And Moses answers saying, it is I. And learns that the one speaking from the bush is God. As Moses tried to examine the bush, the voice said, that's far enough. Take your shoes off. This is holy ground. Holy ground. Here in the middle of the wilderness, yes, it might have been close to what they called the mountain of God. But holy ground for a lowly shepherd. Holy ground in the middle of nowhere. And God continued. 
continued to tell Moses what he wanted. And he wanted him to return to Egypt. Him to go to the Pharaoh. And he wanted him to convince the Pharaoh to release the Hebrew slaves. To bring his people to freedom. Because God had heard their cries. God was aware of their afflictions. And God was going to use Moses to free them from Egypt. A burning bush. Holy ground. The call of God. For one who started in the Nile in the basket and found his way to the Pharaoh's palace. And now the one who is wandering in the desert, he has found himself on holy ground. He has found himself called to return to Egypt to free the Hebrews as slaves. Imagine what that must have sounded like to Moses. And it's not in today's reading, but we know the story. It's a story we are very familiar with. We've heard it over and over as a child. And we know Moses has his excuses. Moses is full of reasons for God about why he cannot return to Egypt. Why he cannot bring the Hebrews out of Egypt. He's a stutterer. He doesn't want to talk to people. He has a hard time talking to people. That really doesn't concern God. He's decided he'll let his brother Aaron help Moses. Moses will tell Aaron what needs to be said. Moses will relay between God and Aaron everything the Israelites need to know as they exit Egypt. Called to free. Called to be a part of God's plan. All because he's here in this wilderness and on holy ground not the place he expected to be with the sheep imagine imagine being called by God shouldn't be a difficult thing to imagine we all find ourselves on holy ground. 
Maybe it's holy in the sense that we think it should be holy. Maybe it has occurred here as we have worshipped in the Family Life Center in days gone past or in the sanctuary. But more often than not, we are called in places that we do not necessarily consider to be holy places. Over the past few months, ground that has seemed ordinary, maybe even ground that seems like it is a wilderness, has become holy as we have been confined, as we have been kept in a place that seems so ordinary. Most of us have spent most of our time in our own living arrangements, not places we consider holy, but places where God can call. God gets our attention. It's not always with a bush that's on fire and yet not consumed and burned. It can be in remarkable ways like the bush. But more often than not, God calls us in the still, small voice, in the silence of our holy place, our holy place that is really an ordinary place. God calls us. Maybe it's a simple call. A call to go to the grocery store to pick up some items and to place them in the blessing box outside. Maybe it's a call to pick up the phone, to text or call someone who needs some encouragement today. Sometimes it's a bigger call, a call to teach about the love and care of God. But whatever the call, God will be with us. Now, quite often we have our excuses. We have our reasons why we cannot do what we are being asked to do. But God doesn't listen to those excuses. Just as God did not listen to Moses' excuses and reasons why he could not lead the Hebrews, God calls, God prepares us, and God is with us and provides what we need to know, what we need to relay, what we need to do. We can ask all of the questions. 
But just as God answered Moses, God answers us. I am who I am. I am the God of your father. I'm the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. You know me. The people I'm sending you to know me. Go. Go to the generations and share the good news. Share the promise that I am calling you to do. It may not be an easy task in our minds. But God is with us. And we can follow. We can share. We can be the one who finds the holy ground and leaves the holy ground knowing that God is leading and God is providing. Let us pray. God, we come to you this morning. We come from the place of holy ground where you have us at. Maybe we've heard your voice and we've offered the excuses. Maybe we're hearing your call for the first time this morning. But help us to open our hearts, open our minds. Help us to put aside our excuses and to follow you and to be your instrument in the world. Amen. Receive now this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.